It is week 14 of the college football season. It's conference championship weekend. I'm Austin, and you know who, of course, we're joined by Logan. He's here, and we're going to give out our favorite three picks for this weekend. Let's talk about last week, though, Logan. You had a winning week, two and one day. I went one and two on the weekend. The fans went one and two. We need you guys to be a little bit better. Drop your favorite picks down below and like your like the comments that you agree with. The top three most liked comments will track towards the record. Look, these are the biggest games. We'll have the playoffs coming up soon. And while we don't necessarily know when our next college football video will be, but we're going to cover some of the bowl games. Probably not all the small bowls, but the big ones guarantee you you'll have videos for that. But let's hop into our favorite picks, Logan. If you're new, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button too. I'm going to start with this first one. I'm going to start with the doozy, Logan. I'm going to start with the Fresno State Bulldogs. I'm taking them plus three and a half, minus 122 on FanDuel. Now, a couple different books have this at three. I'd rather, obviously, a lot of games can end on the three with the field goal. So I'd rather get the three and a half if you can. Still fine with that plus three. I think that the Bulldogs have a good chance of winning this one outright. Now, this is the Mountain West Championship, and it's a rematch from earlier this season where we saw Fresno State go into Boise, Idaho, and they lost by 20 points. Now, some people might look at that and say, whoa, I got to bet Boise State. This is an easy, easy no-sweat bet. But Fresno State didn't have their starting quarterback then, and now they do. And they're winners of seven straight games. And Jake Hayner, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. He's been dominant. 73% completion percentage, 17 touchdowns, three interceptions. And look, the Bulldogs, six and one when he starts. The only loss they had against a very good Oregon State team who just beat Oregon last week. This is a very good Oregon State team. And they lost and he got injured in that game. So I like Boise State. They're still good. They're, they've won seven of their last eight, but I think this is more of a field goal game, which is why I like the plus three and a half. I think Fresno State has the better quarterback in this game. We'll have the best player on the field. So give me the Fresno State Bulldogs, the underdog, plus three and a half for the Mountain West Championship, Logan. But what's your first pick of the week? You're going from Bulldogs. I'm going to the Bulldogs. And I'm going to the SEC Championship. And I'm taking Georgia, minus 17 and a half versus LSU in this one. Look, if you're looking at it, it's a big number to lay in the SEC Championship. But... Georgia is just that good, right? They're, they're deserving of this high number to me. LSU, fresh off an embarrassing loss to the Texas A&M Aggies. They did not look all that great in that one. Jaden Daniels as well, their starting quarterback. He was injured last game. He's probable for this matchup. But at the end of the day, if he's a little bit hobbled, if he's not 100%, a guy that like him that, that relies so much on, run, on running the football, he might be in trouble, especially against this Georgia defense. That will absolutely tee off on him. Look, the last time LSU was underdogs like this, they were 13 and a half point underdogs against Bama. They won outright, right? That's a that that's misleading though. I, I want to let everyone know Bama is not the Bama of, of old, the, you know, this year. Georgia is the new Alabama, right? They they are the teams that that will cover those those big numbers. And the odds makers know LSU's offense really isn't that hard to stop. Georgia's defense well equipped to stop this this uh, LSU attack. 11th in, in scoring defense, eighth in yards per play allowed. Ask Tennessee how good this Georgia defense is. Tennessee in that George hype or in the hypo offense was just flying so so high coming into Georgia. And what did Georgia's defense do? They reminded them of that big brand, big boy brand of football they can play. And look at this LSU defense by comparison. They gave up 429 yards to a nasty Texas A&M offense. Now they get the challenge of defending the great Georgia uh, offensive athletes in space. Those two big tight ends, uh, the athletes on the perimeter. Look, I don't envy LSU's task in this one. I don't envy them at all. I think this is a 21, 24 point type game. And I'm riding with Georgia in this one. I hope the Bulldogs take us home. Now let's move in, Logan. It's the best bet of the weekend. Last week I lost mine. You won yours. 
We're going 2-0. You see these quarter zips. I don't think we can lose with these quarter zips on. All right, let's start with mine. I'm going to go to a team that I know better than any other team in college football, my UCF Knights. And while I'm not taking the Knights on the spread, I'm going to actually take the under 57 points as they go to Tulane. This is the AAC championship, but a lot more is on the line than the AAC's championship. Obviously, Tulane hasn't won one. I really don't know when the last time they won one. UCF obviously been pretty dominant over the last decade or so. But this is also a New Year's Six berth uh, on the on the horizon. So whoever wins this game probably going to a New Year's Six Bowl. And we already looked at these two teams. They played earlier this season. You could step back and say, oh, the same thing's going to happen. UCF won that game 38-31. to 31. They soared over this line. They scored 69 points. This line's at 57. AAC doesn't play any defense. Well, these two teams, if any teams are going to play defense, these are two of the three teams in the AAC to play it. And look at UCF in that game. I want to look a little bit harder into that game because they scored 38 points. 24 of them came by the eight-minute mark in the second quarter. So after that mark, they only were managed to score 14 points. Tulane figure out the offense. And while I don't know who starts for the UCF Knights, if it's John Reese Plumley, he looked great at the beginning of that game. But then Tulane said, oh, you can't throw the football. And I love John Reese Plumley. He's fun to watch. But I promise you, he's not the greatest quarterback. And I think Tulane figured out this UCF Knights offense. You stop John Reese Plumley from running, and then you're pretty much good. That's all you have to do. And if Mikey Keene starts, well, you might UCF might as well punt on first down at that rate. Yeah, Mikey Keene has not been that good. But Tulane's got a solid offense, too. But the UCF Knights coming off a bad showing against USF, their arch rival. But the UCF Knights have failed to give up 30-plus points in back-to-back -back games all season long. I think they're going to dial it in here. I think this is more of like a final score, 31-24, to which is still a lot of points, in my opinion, for this game. Still stays under this line. My best for the weekend. I normally don't do a lot of over-unders, but I really like UCF, really like this Tulane team. And I think their defenses are very underrated. So I'll lean the under. This is a big-time game for these two teams they could come out a little bit sluggish and a little bit with nerves on their side with a new year six bowl on the horizon for whoever wins this game give me the under as my best bet of the weekend logan what's your best bet this weekend yeah you know austin sticking with the theme of the year people hate my best bet people people love to go down in the comments because i go against the public a lot of the time and once again i'm going against the public in this one i'm taking utah Look, if, if you're looking at who needs this game more, it's obviously USC, right? USC needs this win to keep their college football playoff hopes alive. And if you're looking at the slate, you're going to see two of these college football playoff hopefuls, USC and TCU, both favored by roughly a field goal. I think one of them is going to lose outright. And I think it could easily be Southern Cal in this one. Look, roughly 80% of the bets and the money are on USC to win and cover and avenge their earlier loss to Utah. A lot of people are pounding that, that narrative drum. Oh, you know, it's time USC pays them back, you know, for, for the 43 to 42 win that Utah had earlier. Well, that's not always how this works, right? You know, you, you can say that they'll make the adjustments, but at the end of the day, Utah just you simply won in, in a shootout. 43-42 last time they faced Last time I, I remember that game very well because I picked Utah minus three and a half. They won. They did not cover. But I think once once again, they're going to cover today, even as underdogs. Utah had 562 yards of total offense last time. 424 yards of that were in the air, which is a big weakness of this USC defense, right? USC's defense, 103rd in passing yards allowed per game. So they're definitely, you know, a, able to be shredded through the air. Cam Rising, the quarterback for Utah, he's a seasoned veteran. He will be able to, to get the, the big chunk plays against this USC defense. If it turns into a shootout, I still think Utah has, has a good shot. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, if it's a track meet again, USC is going to run away. But you know what? I think it's going to be up to the, the Utah defense to, to hold Caleb Williams in check. Caleb Williams likely going to be the Heisman you know, winner. He's had an amazing season. But if they can just keep you know some of those touchdowns to field goals, I think Utah's got a really good shot in this one. Utah's defense has definitely shown that on the year. Utah's defense 25th in scoring defense and 49th in passing yards allowed. So this is a capable defense. 
in the Pac-12 championship. Look, I think Utah wants to play spoiler in this one, and I think they're going to cover the plus two and a half as my best bet. Logan, I like that pick. The problem is I, I swear I just saw an odds boost on my thing for USC and TCU to win. I feel like that's going to be an odds boost. It's not an actual one at the moment of recording this, but yeah. wouldn't be surprised. And speaking of that TCU Big 12 championship, I'll go to my third and final pick of the weekend. It's going to be in that game. And while – I lean the Kansas State, you know, I lean them to get the cover. I'm going to actually go with the under 62 points in this one. It's minus 110 on DraftKings. When you originally look at this, you see a TCU under in this low 60s. You're like, I'll hammer the over. Understandable. TCU has a great offense. Kansas State has a good offense. But you look at the last time these two teams faced each other. They scored 66 points. Now they barely went over this line. But you have to look a little bit harder into that game. 45, yes, 45 of the 66 points, over two-thirds of the points, came in the first half. In the second half, Kansas State didn't even manage to score a single point. It's only 21 points scored, and they had three touchdowns of 50 or longer yards. Like, if you're going to get those long touchdowns, it's going to be hard to cash an under 62 with those quick plays. But how sustainable are, are those to long touchdowns? I know TCU has been a great offense this year, but I just think this line is a little bit low, and I think it's low for a reason. TCU, they can score points. Kansas State scored 47-plus points in the last two weeks. I think these offenses cool down. Kansas State, I think, loses in a track meet. Just like I doubt Utah wants to get into a track meet with USC, although they could still win that game, doesn't bode well for their chances. But I think Kansas State, which has a decent defense, TCU's defense quietly turning it around a little bit over the last couple of weeks. I think people are going to just look into this and expect, you know, a 40 to 40 shootout. And while we could get that, maybe we get an electric game. I think this is more of like a, you know, 30, 30 game, low, like high 28, 28 or so. But it's hard to score 62 points. We saw Texas just a couple of weeks back, Texas versus TCU. Everyone was hammering the over in that game. It was like 60 something points. They combined for a big 27. So Texas kind of put out a blueprint. This is kind of how you can try to stop this TCU offense. Neither team has home field advantage. It's a neutral site game. I think the unders are smarter playing this one. Well, I do think Kansas State covers because they can't keep giving out free money on the Horn Frogs, but I'm not going to take that. I don't need the comment section to attack me. I'd rather take the under 62 points. It's more of a safer play. I don't think Kansas State can cover this if this is a high-scoring game. So give me Kansas State and TCU. Take the under 62 points. But Logan, your third and final play of the week. Yeah, it, this game isn't as meaningful as yours, but, you know, it's some quality match in the end, end, end for us. We're going to Toledo versus Ohio, and I'm taking Toledo minus three against the Bobcats in this one. Look, as, as I always do with these, I like to do a little bit of line reading, right? Ohio, nine and three, Toledo, seven and five. On paper, it looks like Ohio should be favored. But once again, they're not. And, you, you know, you have to dive into why. Now, I, I do kind of want to point out a funny trend, right? I, the biggest mistake anybody in, in gambling can make is good, just betting so, solely off of trends because trends are meant to be broken, right? Toledo has failed to cover in each of their last five games. Ohio has covered in eight straight games. So, you know, which which one of these streaks is going to end? I'm saying Toledo is finally going to cover and Ohio is not going to cover in this one. Toledo is coming off a couple, you know, bad conference losses. But they're going to be motivated to play this OU team. And I'm sure they're going to feel like underdogs in their head. I don't know how many of those players in that locker room are looking and saying, oh, guys, we're three-point favorites in this one. I think they're going to feel like an underdog because they are, at the end of the day, a 7-5 and five team facing a 9-3 and three team. So I, I think with when you look at these two teams on paper as well, both, both offenses are top 30-ish in scoring. So which team is going to make the stops defensively that they need to win? Toledo is going to be that team for us. Toledo 31st in passing yards per, uh, per game allowed. Ohio, by comparison, 130th and passing yards allowed per game. So big advantage for Toledo's defense and Toledo's secondary in this one. And also the other storyline in this one is C.J. Harris, backup quarterback for Ohio. He, he looked good last week, you know, but but that's last week. They, they Now the film's out on him, and, and this Toledo defense can, can game plan for him. 
but it's clear that the books see a roadblock for him this week. I, I don't think Ohio would be three-point underdogs on a neutral site game like this if the books didn't kind of see C.J. Harris regression coming. I think Toledo's defense is going to rise up, and, I, and I'm riding with the Rockets on this one for, for a little bit of max to end our, under our slate. Logan, I know you have an Ohio Bobcats jersey somewhere in your in your apartment right now. That hurts to go against them. But I understand why you're doing it, and I don't hate the pick. I think Toledo's the better team in this one. So those are our three favorite picks of the week. That's Conference Championship Weekend. Enjoy the games. We've got a lot of electric games. Now, when the next video for college football will be live, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine, but we'll try to cover games. Maybe if there's like four or five bowl games on a weekend, Logan and I will come on and do a video. We appreciate you guys as always. If you want to buy some Call on Our Shot merch like these cool quarter zips, go do it. Call on Our Shot.com. We appreciate you guys as always for the support. Logan and Austin signing out. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.